Happy Mother's Day. So good to see you. It's raining because God is watering the flowers. And you are the beauty of that flowers on this Mother's Day. How you doing? Brother Hines um, been keeping me up to date. So you, they taking good care of you. Good. I'm so happy. I, you reached out to grab your daughter's hand, and she didn't know whether to touch it or just let it be. Smart. Amen. How you doing? How was school? Happy to be home? That's good. What you going to do this summer? Work. Amen. That's the first time he smiled all day. That's fantastic. What you going to do with your money? Huh? You don't know what you're going to do with your money? Call me. I'll help you, okay? Those of you who are visiting who may not be members of the Church of Christ, we say welcome. We're so happy that you decide to be with us. And if you're here this morning from another congregation of the Lord's people, it is good to see you. It's so good when we can come, open God's book, study his word, which is able to save our souls. And those of us who labor here at East Baltimore, we expect to see you on Sunday. Um been a good week overall. Amen. Good week overall. Uh, a great week. Yes. I uh, went up to Philly yesterday to, to see my aunt and uh, got a chance to spend some time. She's 89. She's lived longer than anyone in my family history that we know of. And now uh, she's doing well. Amen. And uh, I got a chance to spend some time with her. And I was going to get a cheesesteak on the way out, but <laughs> all the cheesesteak stuff in the neighborhood closed down. It's all Asian. Whole four blocks of my neighborhood. And I asked my cousin, I said, where can I get a hoagie on the way out? And he said, go down there and go over there. I said, I'll get it the next time. So I left without one. Today, I want to say to mothers, just talk to you. Because 
you are still the backbone of what fathers are able to do. There's some mothers, Brother Johnson, in the Bible that throughout history of the world played an important part. And you don't have to birth a child to be a mother. And sometimes you birth a child and you're not a mother. So, let me clear that up. As much as Brother Johnson and I may want to be, we can never be mother. Yeah. See, mother by nature is a female. Is that fair? Only a mother and a female can reproduce. Okay, what wig you put on, what dress you. If you can reap, yeah, or potential there too. Potential there too. And even if you don't, you have the instinct that God put inside of you to be just that. Let's read. Sister Stevens, how are you? You ready? Let's get this done. All right. Proverbs chapter number 31. The Bible says that Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived. So Solomon says something in this 31 verses of Proverbs that makes you wonder and think about only God could have given him the wisdom that will last throughout all ages. He sees far beyond what his eyes were able to make him or allow him to see. So keep that in mind. Verse 14, are we ready? Let's read. The Bible says, and she is like a merchant ship. She, she rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maid. Go up to verse 10 and watch what 
Solomon says. In verse 10, Solomon says, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is above rubies. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm that virtuous woman. All right. I know the brothers looked at each other and said, I ain't saying that. Yeah. I'm happy you said that because this message ain't for you. Yeah. Solomon says, you have to look for her. You have to find her. She's out there. But you have to find her. And when you find her, she has more value than rubies. Yes, sir. When you find her, in other words, when you find that one, she's priceless. Amen. She's priceless not because you think she's priceless. She's priceless because God says she is priceless. And when I looked at the text, and, and I was trying to figure out what was Solomon trying to, to say, he says that she's like a merchant ship. So I'm, I'm wondering, well, a merchant ship. And then I went back and I, I kind of look at it. When you look at a merchant ship, a merchant ship carries different things. Whole different things. So this woman that Solomon is showing us today, she carries different things. More Things that one can recognize. Bringeth her food from afar. Most of the time, when we seek something, we seek something that we are familiar with. Very rarely do we seek out something that we are not familiar with. So oftentimes, a man will try to find a woman that remnants his mother. Y'all thinking? Uh, uh, you, quiet. You wondering what is I saying? 
You wonder what I'm saying. We look for people. We look for someone. Let, let me say. We look for someone not to be our mother, but someone that has the quality of our mother. Sometimes we do. But Solomon says of this woman, when you find her, she's worth more than you can pay. There is, we will never be able to pay our mother for what they do. It doesn't matter what. And, and, and mothers have this act that it doesn't matter what the child do. They say, he didn't mean to do that. That's just mothers. That's instinct. She runs us to band practice. She carry us to soccer practice. She carry us the baseball practice. She take us to cheerleader. Mothers seem to never get tired. This is what Solomon is saying. Solomon's saying that when you find her, you know that she is special. You know, and, and see, mothers will deal with things with her children that she wouldn't deal with with nobody else. That's just mothers. That's just a mother. Yeah. She put up with you. She'll act like she's mean, but she's not. It's her instinct. And the other thing I'll say about mothers, Mothers never want to be a father. Are y'all with me? Mothers never want to be a father. Mothers just want to be a mother. But sometimes mothers have to play, play the role of a father. She prefers just staying home and being and just cooking and cleaning and taking care of you. But sometimes she has to play a different role. And then mothers are everlasting. Amen. Mothers are everlasting. What do I mean by mothers are everlasting? And see, some would say, well, dad is everlasting too. But this morning, I'm just talking about mothers. I, I got Father's Day coming. I'm going to talk about me on Father's Day. But today, I just want to say to mothers, mothers are everlasting. And God has put mothers in a place 
that if mothers will remember two things, life will always be good. The first thing mothers must need, always need to remember that God is God. And then mothers must always remember to be patient. Hidden away in 1 Samuel chapter number 1, the Bible says that there's a man in Elimelech. And he had two wives. One wife was named Hannah. And the other wife was named Familia. But Hannah, watch what he said. Hannah had no children. But the other wife had ten children. And, and, and the worth of a man was dependent upon how many children she had. And, and, and this wife that had the ten children, she would always rave at Hannah because Hannah had no children. But if you read the story, the Bible says that God sealed Hannah's womb. And the reason God seals Hannah's womb because God had something in mind for Hannah. And when God is ready, God will always do the right thing. But sometimes... You just have to be patient, and you have to wait on God. The Bible says that in the story of Hannah, he loved Hannah. He gave Hannah a full portion, double, of the wealth. But Hannah wasn't satisfied. And Hannah wanted to have a child. But Hannah had to wait on God. And the Bible says, I'm around verse 9 or 10 now. The Bible says that Hannah would go to the temple and pray. And in verse 11, she made a vow to God that if you grant me a child, not just a child, a male child, I will bring that child and offer him up to you. The child that Hannah was talking about was Samuel. And Samuel became, he was a king, he, he was a judge, and, and Samuel was a man of God. But Samuel almost wasn't born into the world because God had sealed Hannah's womb. 
But when Hannah had prayed to God and made a vow to God, if you grant me this, I will offer him to you. Now, now one thing that we must understand in the story of Hannah, Samuel was Hannah's only child. And Hannah loved the child, but Hannah loved God more that he said, I will give you the very child that you have given to me. I'll offer him back to you. So mothers, if you trust God, and if you put your heart in God, all you need to do is be patient. Because God will, will, God will grant us whatever you need if you are patient with God. And, and, and that's a, a moxymoron there. Because, see, you don't have a choice but to be patient with God. What are you going to do? It ain't like you can move God. See, sometimes it's better for us if we just hang in there until God decides to move us. And then there's a second thing this morning about mothers. Mothers don't mind the obstacles that are put in their ways. In the 15th chapter of the gospel according to Matthew, the Bible says there was a, a woman of Canaan who had a daughter that was sick. The Bible said waxed with devil. That's the King James Version. Who had gone to Jesus and says unto Jesus, Thy son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is waxed with devil. Mothers, when a child is not doing well, they don't look at it as the child not doing well. She said, have mercy on me. But the daughter was the one that was sick. Mother sit up all night, check the temperature. Make sure everything is going well. But when the child isn't feeling well, the mother is not feeling well. The text said. The disciple says, send her away. She crieth after us. She is making a spectacle. But when a child, a mother child is not well, a mother has but one thing on her mind. What can I do to help my child? The Bible says when she went to Jesus, Jesus didn't answer a word. Says nothing to her. And but when, then when he started talking to her, 
He says to her, I have come only for the house of Israel. In other words, I'm not here for you. But the mother don't stop there. The Bible says she fell down and she worshiped him. And she says, if I can have just the crumbs that fall from your table, everything is going to be all right. You remember the Samaritan man that told Jesus to come to his house and, and, and then he turned around and said, you don't have to come. All you got to do is say the word and everything is going to be all right. So this is the mother. I, I, I'm not asking for a loaf, not even a slice. Just a crumb. All you got to do is say the word and everything will be all right. See, those are the things that mothers see. Mothers. And on this, on this Mother's Day, Take credit for being a mother. Yeah. Take, take the credit. Not because of the day, but for every other day except today. Because, see, you're not a mother just on May 13th, May 12th. You're a mother 365. 24-7. And, 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 and when, when God honors you, take the honor. And for those of you who are not a mother yet, just keep living. Because God has given you the same instinct. Now, I'm not rushing you. Yeah, take your time. Because you can't give them back once you got it. Doesn't matter how bad they are. <laughs> Yesterday, I, my granddaughter went with us, and I took my wife. And every time she cry, I'm like, "There gotta be something wrong." I'm like, "What can I do to help you?" My wife said, "You need to let her cry, sir." And when I look, she's given her what she wants. So see, mothers, mothers are not tough at all. They, they powder puff too. They just got a different way of showing it. And then there's some mothers looking in here, looking at me saying, right. I'm tired at the end of the day. 
I've had enough. God put something in you that he didn't put in no other human being. And then the next thought. In John chapter 2, in verse 5, Jesus had went to this wedding. They had ran out of wine. And the mother says unto the servant, whatever he says, do it. See, mothers will always give you good advice. See, and, and why does mothers give good advice? Because mothers know more about living than you do. We don't want to hear it. We say, they don't know what... These old people, they don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. They don't know what they're talking about. Let me take you a tip. You don't get to be old being a fool. That's why mothers are old. Because they're wise. They see things. They understand. And, 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 and you know something, Brother John? I, I think it's a sorority thing. Because when we're sleeping... They talking. They thinking about. Because they, all of them, all of them, they act just some. I know you, I'll say it for, you, for all the father. They all act alike. They, they got, you ain't got to say nothing, Brother McCoy. I got you. Yeah, they think just alike. Because when something on their mind, they have thought the process all the way through. And then they come to us and want an answer right then and there. And most of the time, we struggle. We give them an answer knowing that it's going to come back. But you said you were going to do this. Yeah, because you had me. I was vulnerable. I planned to do it. But I didn't think about it. It's just mothers. Mothers have good advice. This mother says, whatever he says unto you, do it. Now, all you got to do is find with the personal pronoun. If you go back, it will be Jesus. That's what mothers are saying. Whatever Jesus says to you, just do it. Do it because Jesus is not going to stare you wrong. Jesus has all the answers to life problems. So, watch what Solomon says. Solomon says, She rises also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her whole household and a portion to her maid. What do you see? When I look at the text and I 
night. Night's supposed to be a time when everything is settled down. Night's supposed to be a time when you, you rest. Night's supposed to be a time when all of the cares should have been gone away, but not for mother. And she thinks about everyone that involved. All, all I'm doing is looking at the text. She gives meat to her whole household. That's everybody there. And then a portion to her maid, the less fortunate ones. I'm just trying to see what Solomon was trying to help us to see here. And, 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 and in doing what she does, one thing Solomon doesn't say there, Brother Lucas, she took any for herself. I'm just looking at the text. She rises up while it's yet night, and she giveth meat to her whole household, and she gives a portion to her maid. Then I looked at the next verse, and it still doesn't say that she gave, she took any of it for herself. So that's another attribute of mothers. Mothers always do for others before she does for herself. What Solomon is helping us to see. So one thing I, I'd say, there's nothing here when you look at it except relevancy. There's relevancy in Solomon's statement. And what Solomon is trying to help us to understand, when you find that virtuous woman, when you find her, value her. When you find her, keep her. And I was watching, have you seen the movie Medea Family Reunion? There's a scene in there where Cecily Tyson, the girl that was about to get married, they asked her, do you love him? And she thought about it. And I forgot the other actor that was there. She died last year, the year before last. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou says, one thing for sure, you don't have to think about when you love somebody. You know it when you love somebody. And then Cicely Tyson says, God 
had made a man for me. That our heartbeat was in sync with one another. Go back and look at the movie. What is she saying? She said, when I started the sentence, he can finish it. When he started a sentence, I can finish it. Because the rhythm of our heartbeat is the same. I was listening to, that, listening to that, and I said to myself, only God can make a person for another person. Only God. So you say, I hear you. What happened when we don't work out? I've never known a situation works out without two people. I've never known a situation that doesn't work without two people. I'm not talking. So you think I'm talking about you and another human being. I'm talking about you and God. I've never known a situation that hadn't worked without God in the picture. And if God is in the picture, everything is going to work out. Even when your heartbeat doesn't sing. Because every heartbeat is not going to sing. There's one heartbeat that would always sink with yours if you allow it to. And that's the heartbeat of the Almighty God. God made me so our heartbeat can sink with each other. So today, sisters, you're the virtuous woman. God has found you. And don't let nobody tell you you're not worth more than rubies. Because in the eyes of God, you mean the world to him. When you mean the world to God, you mean the world to us. Maybe you're here. You're not a member of the Lord's church. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Believe with all your heart Christ died for you, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ, and we'll baptize you in water for the remission of sin. Be faithful till death. And he'll give you a crown of life. 
Would you come as we together stand and sing the song that has been selected?